Welcome to Shay Honey, the podcast empowering women to make creative career change. In each episode, I interview an inspiring woman who's taken a risk and made a significant career change in order to make their life work better for them. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to florist Amy Carlisle. Amy started her career as an actuary, working for a firm for eight years before she realised it was time for her to make a change. Okay, so um, tell me about your original career um, and how you got into that in the first place. Okay, so my original career, I used to be um, an actuarial consultant. So I'm a part qualified actuary. Um, For people who don't know what an actuary is, um, they, in one sentence, it's it helps for risk management in mainly financial institutions, um, but there are lots of different areas that you can specialise in. So I specialised in general insurance, so anything that isn't to do with insuring people and lives. Um, and then the company that I worked for actually specialised in creating software for other actuaries to use. Um, so how I got into that, um, very ac- academic at school, um, love like maths and science and just kind of enjoyed that so much that it made sense to kind of keep following that as I like went through A-levels and uni and stuff. But at the same time, I was also extremely like, creative. So I always love art, would always have like a craft going on like behind the scenes. But to be honest, like it just never really occurred to me that I could kind of like go down that path. Um, and along the way, I've met quite a few friends who do have like quite a creative career. So like friends who did textiles and stuff at uni and have gone on to carry that on. But I just never really, ex- I did from my point of view, I just couldn't really see how I could make my little crafts in the background, like um, a bigger thing. So I did like maths and sciences at A-level, went to Loughborough University and did financial maths. So joint honours, which I would still recommend people and I'm glad I did it. Um, so I did like two thirds maths, a third finance and really enjoyed my time there and met some great people. Um, I thought I originally started doing that course because I thought I wanted to go into either banking or accounting because where I I suppose like a bit of a background where I grew up um, not many people kind of like went to go work in the city it was quite like a rural town um, so I kind of thought like you've made it if you become like an accountant type thing and that's still great but that's kind of like the only thing I thought I could do um, but then at uni um, I kind of found like the banking side so I thought I wanted to go into that and got a year-long internship with a big bank down in London um, and I just didn't really like it I just I just very much felt like the tiniest fish in like the biggest pond <laughs> and I just don't think I really got out of it what I needed and it was very like turn the handle didn't really get to do anything too fun so I decided I didn't want to do it but I would still again like recommend doing that sort of course to anybody because it meant that I had a year where it didn't really matter if Hmm. I needed to use that going forward so a few friends on my course were also looking at the actuarial side or like insurance side which I hadn't really been aware of before as well Um, and I actually started with a a startup Um, so there was 15 of us at the beginning we grew to like 100 plus within like five or six years Um, and I really liked it 
it's probably as creative as a actuarial job as you could get because it was very much like building things from scratch, designing software, designing screens for people to interact with. So I kind of like scratched that itch a bit in that way, but it was just very like I was sat at a desk every day and it just it I just in the end it's just not what I could see myself doing in the long in the long run. But yeah, that's where that's um yeah. what I used to do anyway. Great. And how long were you in that job for? Um, I was at the same company for eight years in the end, seven and a half. Um, so a while, but not not too long. Yeah. And what was there like a particular moment or um, a period of time where you just felt like it's time to move on? It's time to do something different. Um, perhaps you can tell us a bit more about that. I think so in like September 2023 I think like the beginning of like 2022 I think it was a combination of a few things I think we'd obviously been in the pandemic for a few years by that point and I we were working at home a lot and I think everyone kind of was just a bit like frustrated so I think I felt that as well as as I can imagine what a lot a lot of other people did um I'd also like I'd always had in the back of my mind that I wanted my own business and I I think it took me a re- it took me a while to realize that not everyone kind of thinks that they want their own business and I was like I'm going to need to do it at some point so maybe I should do it. And then I think my light bulb moment was um I was like I don't know what I want to do so I got in touch with a life coach and I got re- like it sounds I paid for like six sessions or something I had two and I got I realized I got really frustrated because I realized I wanted this life coach to tell me to quit my job and go and do something. And she wasn't telling me that she was trying to make me feel better about the situation that I was in in my current workplace, which was great. <laughs> and that was really lovely. But I think the reason I then didn't have the rest of my sessions was because I was like, I literally just want you to tell me to quit my job. <laughs> and then that was the realization of you've got to do it for yourself and you've got to make those moves if you want to do something different. Um, and yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't want to do this, have the stress and like kind of like the sedentary job for the next 30 years that I was previously doing. I was like, I just can't do that. So it was a combination of all those things. But I think the time, the pinpoint was like that life coach not telling me to quit. <laughs> um, and I wanted to. It's so interesting that you say that because um, I didn't see a, it wasn't a life coach for me, but it was my <laughs> the equivalent of that was for me was my husband who for, for kind of several weeks, if not a couple of months, I'd sort of periodically kind of moan at him, or moan to him, not moan at him, um, but moan to him about work and stuff. And I think, like you, I wanted him to just say, well, quit your job then. And of course, yeah. like, he wasn't just going to come out with that. I mean, we kind of eventually got to that point. But yeah. like you say, it has to come from yourself, doesn't it? And it, But it's interesting that we both had that desire for somebody else, somebody external to just kind yeah. of say that. I think um, you're just so used to kind of being told what the next step is along the way. Like even at, like from school, you go mm-hmm. all the way through to like your qualifications. And then even at work in a way, you still always have those. So like in a, when you don't own, when you don't own your own business, mm-hmm. you kind of always have those levels to work towards. And in some companies, it's very much, you get promoted like once a year, once every two years. Yeah. And it's so easy to just be like, oh, that's the next step. That's the next step. And you just kind of get wrapped up in it. And yeah, it just wasn't. I just needed something different. Yeah, that's great. And I, you you mentioned when we spoke um, before that 
the the idea of 30 more years in the same job you said that, that was the equivalent of of three times more of what you'd already done I thought that was a really good way of, of of kind of thinking about it yeah yeah I think like that was kind of the way for me to like imagine it and I'd met so many people along the way in my career who had been at the same company for 30 years or had been doing this job for like 40 years and I I just I couldn't imagine it for myself. It was a very interesting company that I worked at and what they're doing is so cool. And I still try and keep up with a lot of people and like what they're doing, but it just, yeah, I needed something different. Yeah. I think it's that, that time period just gives you that perspective on where you want to be and, and yeah, not, not imagining yeah. yourself there in, in, in 30 years time. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that it was like uh, tw- beginning of 2022 when you started to kind of um, have these thoughts about making a change but how long did it take you to formulate your plan I've I've written escape plan but it's (laughs) not literally an escape plan but your plan to make that change a reality um I think it was it was over I suppose it was over about a a year and a half from like realizing that it wasn't really what I wanted to do versus actually finishing my previous role um so I kind of started to look for different roles in the industry like I didn't know because I couldn't quite figure out whether it was like did I want to do something completely different was it just I want to do something different to like my current role did I just need a change in who I was working with and I started looking for similar jobs um, at the beginning of 2022 and I went for a few interviews but I just didn't I wasn't like overly excited and like it can't, I think I think it probably came across that I wasn't like overly thrilled about like going for these jobs. Um, it's quite like it's quite a stressful environment, like and quite a lot of pressure. Um, the what do you call it? Like, um, you know what I mean? Like type of job that I used to have. Yeah, Can't yeah, think of the yeah. word. <laughs> and putting yourself in that scenario of going for an interview is is you have to be in the right mindset for it, don't you? And you've got to kind of dress the part. You've got to talk the talk and and it's quite a lot yeah and if you're not completely into that then it yeah it's even harder I guess yeah um and then I suppose like part way through last year um the firm that I was working for so the startup that I'd been with we got acquired by huge firm and I thought okay well maybe the stress will go away a bit because we had like a big investment in our in our team so like maybe it will change I thought I'll give it I'll give it a go like I love the people that I worked with and I did like what we were working towards um but it didn't quite it didn't change as much as I needed it to and I'd I've always been quite like savvy with saving and making sure I've got like enough behind me and I just thought I'm just going to, I don't have the mind space to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm. So I was like, I'm just going to take the summer off. I'm going to wait for bonus season. And then I'm just (laughs) going to like go away and like do loads of courses, have a think about it. And then like figure out in the autumn, like what I wanted to do. So yeah, I kind of gave it to like the beginning of 2023. And then I had a three month notice period. Um, And then I ended up finishing at the end of, at the end of June. Um, this year so yeah so short answer a year and then long answer was just my ramble <laughs> that I went on no that, that's good and I think the point is that it it does take a while doesn't it it's not well I, I think for most people it, it requires that kind of gradual realization and then actually putting things into action and maybe going for those interviews was helpful for you to actually 
figure out what you didn't want to do as yeah. much as what you did want to do next um yeah exactly sometimes I think those kinds of experiences are positive but in the kind of reverse sense yeah <laughs> yeah because you're kind of like oh I think this is what I want and then you realize you don't but at least it's part of the puzzle that you're figuring out rather yeah. than it just being one big unanswered question which I think is how I felt a year yeah. and a half ago yeah no, that 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 makes um so much sense and did you um when you by the time you finished your your job in June had you kind of like figured out by that point that that floristry um was the thing that you you were going to go into or you were you still kind of um I was pretty certain by that point and that wasn't the original plan um I'd kind of booked some taster sessions and some courses and had reached out to a lot of other florists um kind of from like January this year through to when I finished and yeah I think by the time it got to June I was like yes I think this is definitely what I want to do and that's what I was telling people as I was finishing my job is like that's what that's what I'm going to go and do um and how did it feel to tell people that what you were going to do because I think um you mentioned somewhere um in your notes that you sent over to me that you were kind of not sure how other people would kind of react to you saying that what was their reaction when you you told them that um I think everyone was really confused um (laughs) to put it bluntly um watching people's faces as I told them especially my old colleagues um because everyone's very like academic um like does a lot of coding um works with very like academic people I could just see their face be like what what are you doing <laughs> and I and still like a few like friends and family like they've all been very supportive I think at first it was like where has this come from it's so different um so yeah sorry I can't remember what the original pro- the question well, no, I was. think I was just interested in, in the reaction of, of others to to you telling them that that's what you were, were going to do because I think part of well sometimes part of actually um making the step to do something different is having the confidence isn't it to kind of just put yourself out there and say yeah this is me I'm doing this now and whatever anyone thinks it doesn't really matter but it's quite hard to get to that point isn't it so yeah I think I just kind of had to like back myself and just say this is what I was doing because it's almost part of the being your own is like business owner you just got to be like this is this is what I'm doing this is who I am and you'll slowly become what you're saying you are definitely I think that is absolutely true yeah if you believe it then other people will they'll follow for sure yeah how how did you get into what was it about floristry um and how did you kind of discover that as a career and that you wanted to move into um it was a bit random um well it wasn't totally random um I've been doing lots of wedding planning because I'm getting married myself in March and we it got to the point where I needed to start looking for florists and I just was like I just became like obsessed with <laughs> looking through like all different florists on like social media and I was like oh this is amazing like it's creative it was the first thing that I also kind of like thought of that I could make I could see myself making money from in a creative way like I've been like I've done like I was like oh I could become like a pottery person I was like even to like to the point where I was like oh I could even become a chef like there's been so many things that I've wanted to do but this was the first thing but I was like okay I actually think I can make this happen um so I messaged my florist for my own wedding florist and um, was like 
is it really mad that I think I want to become a florist and she was like no not at all that's literally exactly how I got into it myself and I was like oh I was like well if all these other people can do it like I think I can do it as well so yeah it wasn't anything like I can't say I've always like been in love with flowers like I've always loved it when I've like kind of like been given some myself but I've never I've never even thought about that as as a career and it just kind of like crept up on me but yeah it's it's great I think that's a great story though because it's you've connected with it in a way that meant something to you because of the particular time in your life that you were needing that yeah to look out for that and I think that's such a nice way to discover something because you you were searching for another um or a potential uh, job that you could do but you kind of found it almost inadvertently I guess yeah wedding planning which is is yeah is nice. and and did when you kind of said that to your florist has have they kind of helped you to or pointed you in in some helpful directions Um, not my particular wedding voice mainly because I didn't want to like freak her out by being like (laughs) I'm definitely doing this (laughs) and didn't want to be like seem like a really like needy client um but I've reached out to quite a few other florists kind of like through social media um and just people who are like local to the area and people have been so helpful and so lovely um, in terms of like giving advice and like giving me um, opportunities and kind of like pointers on where like the amount of training you should do or like even just like the little confidence boost sometimes like it's just someone else to be in your corner being like yeah you're doing good um, yeah yeah because I think when you're especially when you have your own business needing you need other people don't you that are doing a similar thing to be able to kind of meet up with and bounce ideas off and and I guess sometimes the work gets spread around a little bit and if if somebody's got too much work on and they can't um do it all they might pass it on to other people that they they know who are local so I guess those networks are are so important and yeah they are and a lot of forests like don't tend to have um full-time employees working with them just because of the nature of um, how business comes in so there's a lot of freelancing opportunities in the floristry world so like having that network is super useful and in terms of like people you know asking you to come and help with them but also if people see like an opportunity and it's in like your area of the UK they like I've had it where florists have like pinged that over to me and then I've ended up with um, a couple of days of extra work which has been so lovely it's just been very supportive yeah I suppose like on a tangential point I think my old company was very male dominated and this industry is very female dominated and I was very intrigued to see how that would kind of change because I did really like the people I worked with in my old job and it was very like to the point like you knew where you like you stood and it just worked very well so I was a bit like hesitant but everyone's been really lovely who I've met along the way which has been a relief yeah well that's 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 so great that it's it's shaping up in that way um so have you had any moments of regret so far or anything that you think oh god I really miss my old job um there's been a few things I suppose the money let's be blunt um yeah yeah. I came from like my old job had like I had an amazing package I was more than comfortable on like a monthly like salary income um so there are some I've got like a big buffer so it's okay but sometimes yeah when you don't have that like drop of money coming into your account every like every month or like you need to you're the one that needs to chase up on like the invoices and stuff it's a bit like okay this is a lot more this is a lot more um 
there's a lot more admin there's a lot yeah you just don't know what <laughs> you just don't know when um it's, yeah how am I trying to say it it's just not as free it's not frequent it's it's just different it's just yeah. very different um I suppose I think at first when I hadn't got many jobs booked up because obviously it's quite a lead time with um people booking you um in like the floristry world um I think I really missed the like teamwork because I think I've almost gone from like one extreme to the other where I was like on meetings all day every day and it was almost like a bit like overstimulation of people <laughs> um to kind of like it's just me mm-hmm. um so sometimes I miss like being able to bounce ideas off and speaking to people like a lot of the day but I do think it's helped me in the long run to just be able to have a bit more headspace to to work on things um and then any I think I just also did not appreciate how many things you have to figure out with your own business like I don't think I regret that it's not like a regret Mm. it's just until you do it you just do not appreciate how many things you've how many plates you've got to juggle and how many things you've got to get involved with and I do love it because it means that I can just like bounce around on tasks but yeah it's like one day when you've got like 10 things that you must do and you've got to speak to like your accountant and you've got to like get some marketing out and you've got to like send a quote and you've got somebody asking you loads of questions it's just like oh whoa that's all on me um which I don't think I really appreciated but I also love it at the same time and do you think that um I, I'm certain that that you have got lots of transferable skills that you've taken from your previous job into your new role but maybe you can just pinpoint a few of those skills that you think have set you up in a really positive yeah. way it was very weird actually I just didn't appreciate how many transferable skills there would be but essentially my old job was very like client facing like project focused and essentially that is what a wedding florist is like you have your clients that you've got to onboard and work with and have all that design work with and it's essentially like every wedding is like a mini project so I think my planning and organization skills from my previous job like have helped so much um and then just being able to speak with clients and being confident and knowing like how to kind of like present yourself like what information they might need um and then I think the other one is like problem solving um my previous job was very much like don't want to say firefighting but there'd always be something that would crop up that you wouldn't expect and just being able to kind of like keep a clear head and figure out the next steps and not have a meltdown is definitely has definitely helped coming into this industry because the amount of things that can go wrong when you're dealing with like a live product is like the list just goes on (laughs) so I think just being able to be like right let's let's fix this problem and do it in a way that the client doesn't know there's a problem like it's really it's that's been really helpful so yeah very very surprised in terms of how many transferable skills there were going from one to the other I think that's great, isn't it? And and in a way, certainly for me, the more I think about that journey of a career, the more you kind of realise that everything you do is feeding into the next thing. Even if you didn't enjoy something so much a few years ago, it's like there'll be something from that that I guess that we can take and we can um, put those skills into action in in a different way, in a way that suits us um, better. But yeah, I feel increasingly like everything just happens for a reason and it, yeah. it builds that that knowledge and that sort of picture of what who you are as a person as well as what your job is. And um, 
I think maybe when we're younger like we're not really I certainly felt like at school I was never really encouraged to think in that way everything was very black and white you know you either do this or you do that and um no I completely agree like you learn so many skills from every situation that you're put in and you kind of just have to think even if something goes wrong I always try and be like the positive thinker in terms of like oh I've learned something from that so next time I'll know what I'll know what to do and yeah I've definitely I've definitely put in there's definitely a lot of things that I've learned along the way that is really really helping me because in a way I'm kind of like would I have always wanted to have what I've wanted to have been a florist like as soon as I finished uni or as soon as I finished A levels and I'm like maybe but actually I think all of the skills I've learned in the last like eight to like 12 years I just think it's put me in such a better position for coming into this in terms of like confidence as well I I don't think I'd have been this confident if I'd have done this straight away I definitely wouldn't have the like technical skills that I'd that I have which really helped me of like churning through my quotes and stuff so yeah I completely agree like everything happens for a reason and you're kind of in the place where you need to be at that moment in time yeah I think uh, yeah a wedding also anything to do with a wedding is you need to have a cool head don't you you've got to kind of be able to just deal with anything that might come at you Um, yeah but I guess that's quite exciting as well in some respects the unknown oh yeah I think so I think like you're every every wedding like completely different as well um but yeah there's it's it's always very fun and they're always very beautiful and very lovely and it's just very nice to see it all come together I think that leads me on actually to my next question which is about how um you feel that this career change has enabled you to be more creative in the way that you live obviously floristry in itself is a creative thing but has that kind of impacted on the way you live in the rest of your life a little bit more as well I think so it's meant that I can be a bit more flexible and I think that probably comes down to more of like me owning my own business rather than it being like a creative job but I think it just I don't quite know how to phrase it but I just feel so much more satisfied at the end of the day and it's such a not even when I've had a really long day like I've done I used to do long days in my previous job but I had a day a few weeks ago where I was out the house at seven I didn't get back till half seven I was like eating my lunch on the job but I got to the end of the day and I was like, literally had the best day. And I, I I feel bad saying it, but I don't think I'd have said that if it was the same thing in my current job. And I just have so much more satisfaction and just so much more, yeah, just just a lot happier, which is is great. I mean, I know I'm at the beginning of my journey, so I'm sure like after wedding season next year, I'll be like, oh, so tired, but um. But I think yeah, it's, it's being in control, isn't it? So you're, yes, you do. If you do a long day, it's hard work, but it's hard work that's all building towards the thing you're building and you're creating. Whereas perhaps in your previous job, you do a long day, but that was to the benefit of somebody else or yeah. the, the company, I guess. Yeah. Um, less about yourself. Um, no, that's so true. Like you can almost like it's a bit more tangible for you. Like if you've been up till like 10 p.m. like getting quotes out for you, you're like, okay, well the likelihood is I'm gonna win 75% of those and that's for me. Whereas if you've stayed up till 10 p.m. for like your company, it's like, well, I'll get paid my salary and that's yeah. literally it. Yeah. You're not gonna get any overtime like type yeah. thing. So 
yeah it's just it's a bit more yeah you know that everything you choose to do is for your benefit yeah I completely yeah. agree with that yeah and I think as you said satisfaction is is the kind of key word there you're it's it feels satisfying to be doing that kind of work partly because the satisfaction is building your business and seeing things sort of flourish and 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 grow and and I don't know do you get I get a buzz from that when it sort of happens yeah. um the equivalent for me but I think it, I didn't feel the same way in my kind of previous job necessarily yeah. and you're in control of like how much you do and what you do as well so like in my previous role if we won a client I wouldn't be I would just have to be able to like figure out that project I yeah. wouldn't have any say in terms of do we have enough people to do it like that would have gone into planning but it probably would have been an extra stress on the team and I don't get any say if it's like a strategic fit whereas if I have someone come to me and it's like it's going to help me get it's going to help me grow my business and it's something that I'm going to really enjoy doing then great but if it's not I can say no whereas I, I wouldn't have had that in my previous role and it's such a different dynamic and it's so nice to be able to to have that as well um a lot more like satisfaction again like that word coming back but yeah Yeah. it's it's great that makes sense and you touched on this a little bit earlier but um were your family and friends supportive of your of your decision yeah they like again like some of them are a bit confused (laughs) but honestly like so supportive like it's so nice just like get like the messages being like oh that's you're, do- you're doing great and a lot like my I saw my mum like last week and my best friend was like you're just you just seem so much happier and so much more relaxed and I am um to put it bluntly and yeah it's yeah they've been they've been really great I think they're they're always there for me when I'm having like a bit of a wobble and they'll always kind of like throw things my way like oh I thought of you when I saw that like it's a really good idea um but yeah yeah it's been it's been good that's so great that that was the case and um yeah it can be hard when it kind of comes out of nowhere but I think it's amazing how people always just want the best for you don't they and they want you to be happy and they want you to yeah. do the thing that drives you and um I think when you realize that that's what everyone wants for you I think that helps you to make those decisions make make those changes happen even even quicker I, I I certainly yeah. felt that way that I think for a while I thought people would think it was a bit weird that I wanted to suddenly become an interior designer um but actually when I started telling my family and you know having conversations with my parents and stuff they they were just like that 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 sounds great you should just do sure, it. like sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, I think okay. I think it's because they see you in a they're seeing you in a different light I think because it's kind of like going back to that trajectory of like I did I was academic I did maths I went to uni I got a corporate job I think they were so used to seeing me like go through those motions and I think they always saw me as being like I'm going to be like when I'm like when I'm 45 I'm going to be like head of like a massive team and like working in London and carrying on that lifestyle because that's what I'd been doing for the last eight years and I think then it was like okay no you're not doing that you're now going to be working from home to start with and getting to play with flowers all day which is like only like 20% of it and I think I think it was just that adjustment of oh you're gonna not be doing what I thought you were doing and I think it was just it just took a while and I think it was also like I'm very like overexcited so I started telling my friends and family like very early on and they were like okay so where are your clients and I was like well I haven't got any yet and I think (laughs) it was just a bit like okay we'll see where this goes and like now I'm a bit more 
I've got some like weddings under my belt and I'm a bit more like I've got a bit more of a structure they can see it but I do think it's just that shift in how they see you yeah yeah well, I guess they they see it from the point of view that they I suppose they, they worry don't they 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 care and they want to make sure that it's a decision that has been thought through but I think as soon as that becomes clear to them which obviously has um yeah. people just support it don't they and they and they go with the flow and they 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 want to make they want you to make it a success so they do what they can to kind of support that and help it and I think that that's quite a nice revelation I think that comes out of a lot of this kind of um career change yeah um okay so my last question is what advice do you have for someone who might be listening to this and is feeling unhappy in their job and thinking of making a change I feel like I could talk about this for hours but I'll keep (laughs) it like it's succinct as possible but I think like the two main things are one I touched on it earlier but you've just got like you own your own life and nobody is going to tell you to do something like with the life coach like she's not going to be the person to tell me what I really want I have you have to figure it out yourself and if you want it you have to go and do it you whether it's small or big like whichever way you approach it you've got to do it I think if you're feeling unsure I think there are so many ways to go and like test these things out like the easiest thing to do is just to go and speak to people who do the job you think you want to do um a lot of people like talking about themselves and um and about their experience and most people want to help so if you can just like try and find a few people who are like in that industry that you might want to work in just to kind of understand like the ins and outs of it it's really useful that's what I did to start with and you you get you hear the things you want to hear like yeah it's a great job but you also get like a few like home truths as well which is really helpful to kind of like manage your own expectations in a way um and then just go and try it if you can so whether that be go on some courses like I did a taste today um with a friend who wanted to come with me um which was great and that's when I was like okay yeah I definitely want to do this and then if it's not the type of thing where you can go and do a course very easily just try and do some like part-time work like just say you'll do it for free but at least like and you might need to give up a few of your like Saturdays or like days off but if you get to the end of it and whether you decide that you want to do that that's great and you've then put the work in and you've you've got like the the experience to back up that you want to do it that's great but if you don't want to do it that's also great because it just then just shows like you haven't completely redirected your career to something that you don't end up want to do don't don't want to do in the end so I think you just need to do it sooner rather than later as well like don't put it off like don't spend 10 years thinking that you want to be a florist and then try and become it and then I and then don't don't even want to do that I I think you've just got to try it um and it just it could completely change your life just by spending like a few hours researching and spending a bit of time with someone doing the same job so yeah I think they're the two things just you've got to do it and just try it where where and when you can yeah I think that's really great advice and I I, especially what you say about don't keep putting it off I think it's so easy to kind of talk yourself out of things isn't it and um, actually the the moment is now and and, um, if you've got an idea you've kind of got to run with it um, and see where it goes because one of the things that um, 
made me actually fully take the the leap um was that I'd about two years ago looked up an interior design course online that I was kind of thinking about doing and I'd even emailed the organization to sort of ask them some questions about the course and then for some reason I just kind of I don't know lost my confidence with it or whatever and I just oh. didn't follow it through and then about 18 it was about 18 months after that email exchange the feelings came back again and through the same cycle and I looked back through my emails and I found these emails these exchanges and saw that it was 18 months earlier and I was so annoyed at myself that I'd been so close 18 months ago and then yeah. just kind of gone no I'm not going to do it um because I thought I could have actually finished the course <laughs> yeah and actually that it was that was one of the a few things but that was quite a big thing that really just spurred me on to be like right okay I just got to do it yeah no it's it's I think that's the key thing someone just needs sometimes you just need someone to like give you a little push but most of the times no one is so it's it's really interesting that you said that though because it's almost like yeah it completely backs up my statement of just like doing it but some people spend like 10 years thinking they want to do something yeah and like that's just such a long time to always because you're wasting so many of your like like thoughts on it yeah and it's like you could be spending that time and energy actually like building your own business rather than thinking oh should I do that yeah so no definitely I fully agree I think that's really good advice um amazing that's that's so great thank you so much for your time that was Amy Carlisle talking to Hannah Ash on the Shea Hanny podcast If you want to check out Amy's floristry work further, see her website, amycarlyleflowers.com or amycarlyleflowers on Instagram. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm looking forward to sharing the next one with you very soon. And you can find me, Hannah Ash, at shayhanny.substack.com or over on Instagram at shay underscore hanny. Please do leave a comment. I'd always love to hear what you're thinking about my podcast. Have a great week, Hannah.